the Democratic Party, I've, I've been a Democrat for years, before my transition, before my awakening into the Republican Party. It's all lies. They're lying to themselves. They, they don't even know who they are. The Democrat Party, they're, they're devilish, they're, they're crazy, they're sick people, and they need help. And all I can do is pray for them, that's it. I don't spread hate, I spread love. They're so hateful, they're just so blinded by their hate, and that's so upsetting to me. I mean, come on, people are realizing, because when you go to these Democratic cities, they're trash, right? And then what do people do? They move to Red City and try to make them trash. Sooner or later, people are going to realize what's going on. He reached out to my community so much, and because of fake media, they try to alienate him like he's this racist, he's this this, he's this that, when that city is dominated by blacks, the legislation and everything. So now it's just like, how are you going to blame my president? He's the president of the United States, and that man reached out more than any other. He damn sure outshone Barack. Barack ain't give a damn about my community. Just feel like the media is out to get this guy, and so he's told us the truth. We've seen what his plans are for the future, and so I'm 100% behind Donald Trump. I would tell the Democratic Party, start with God. All right, start with God first. Get into your word, find yourself, love yourself, and then you'll be able to reach out to all of humanity. Because at this point, you're nothing except being divisive, being negative, and you're, you're literally doing nothing but bringing more harm to our country. President Donald Trump made promises, and he kept those promises. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, everybody, good to see you. Glad you're with me tonight, Thursday. Hope everybody is doing good. I just want to start off with this. You know, I remember when this whole COVID thing started back in March 2020, for us anyway. Heard about it before that, but it really, the problems with in the United States started in, in March of 2020. And I remember hearing multiple pastors, multiple Christians say things like, you know, this is not our fight. I remember, you know, the swarmy ark style pastors out there, you know, this is not our fight. Come on now, let's be a, let's be a community partner and a good neighbor. You know, we should love our neighbors and we should close down out of loving our neighbors. And I just want to ask them, how are those COVID passports working for you now, Pastor Love? How, how, do, how do you feel now? Do you, do you actually see the book of Revelation opening up right before your very eyes, coming to fulfillment right before your very eyes, and you are on the forefront of denial? You were the one out in front saying, this was not our fight. You were like, I want, I want, you, you wanted to close even if you weren't mandated to close. Right here in Florida, because Pastor Rodney Howard Brown got arrested, and set the precedent. So the governor said, you know what? All churches are essential. Most of the church, 99% of the churches here in Florida went ahead and closed anyway, because it wasn't their fight. You know, this isn't the time when the time comes, then we'll fight. You're still not fighting. And they're talking about COVID vaccine passports right now. Could anything be more of the mark of the beast esque than that? Marjorie Taylor Greene has already come out and called it uh, Biden's mark of the beast. 
And I just, I wonder what's going through their minds. Listen, everybody, like and share this. Get this to your pastor. I'm telling you, if you go, if you've gone to a church that is ever locked down, and I don't, and again, let me just put this out as the prereq here. I don't care if it's open. If it's open and it still has COVID mitigations, you know, hand washing and COVID clumps and social distancing and mask services and all that garbage, your church is not open in the spiritual realm except to the devil that's it so get this video to your pastor show them at least the first 10 minutes of this podcast because facebook bans us all the time we're banned off of youtube right now i mean i have literally we we reach somewhere in the neighborhood of you know 10 to twenty thousand views each podcast normally unless we're banned in some form or, or fashion and they ban me all the time. There's people that get 150, 200 million views and they don't ban them. They say almost as controversial things as I do. They're not quite as controversial, I guess. I don't know. But I just wonder about those pastors and those Christians right now. And get, this, get this video to the Christians that you know too that are what, what I call CCCs, COVID caving Christians. Get it to your pastors, which are COVID caving clergy, pastoring their COVID caving churches. It's all CCC. I just wonder now with the, with the news breaking this week of COVID passports all over the planet, I'm just very curious now how you feel, quarantine mom, quarantine dad, lockdown mom, lockdown dad. I'm talking about Christians. How do you feel now? Has anything changed? Or are you, you going to just keep saying, oh, we've seen this before? When have you ever seen this before? Name when in your lifetime you've ever seen a vaccine passport before. Because you haven't. So stop lying to yourself. And you know what? Quit allowing your pride to keep you from repenting and saying that you've been wrong from day one because you have been if you ever strapped the stupid mask on your face if you ever stopped going to church because of romans 13 which is you're completely misunderstanding those verses romans 13 1 through 7 you're completely misunderstanding them if you lock down your church yourself you supported lockdowns if you ever social distance or quarantined yourself you're just letting pride they're talking about vaccine passports now you're not still not going to repent. You'd still rather be offended than repent. You'd still rather be mad at people like me that have told you the truth from day one and stood up against this COVID tyranny from day one. You'd still rather hold your grudges than repent. Truly unbelievable. This is a Liz Wheeler video, former president. That I want you to know who this woman that's talking to Chris Cuomo is. She's the former president of Planned Parenthood largest abortion for profit business in the nation says people should only be given freedoms like a carrot good job COVID caving christians fantastic standing ovation i'd stand but then all you'd see is my fat belly on the video so i'm not going to do that to you but symbolic standing ovation to you that your freedom should only be given to you like a carrot to incentivize them to get the vaccine still feel the same way that you felt back in March where you were a good neighbor and a community partner and doing this to save lives? Are you sure with a 99.9% post-infection survival rate? Are you sure you're doing the right thing? 
Play the video for me. It's clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life. And the window to do that is really narrowing. I mean, you were mentioning, Chris, about how all these states are reopening. They're reopening at 100%. And we have a very narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status. Because otherwise, if everything is reopened, then what's the carrot going to be? How are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine? So that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say... If you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have. Because otherwise, people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. <laughs> do you hear this? I mean, let, let's look at what she said. First of all, vaccines are the ticket back to normal life. No, thank you. I've already been living my normal life. My life never changed a bit. The only thing that's ever altered my life in any way, shape, or form was the idiots around me wearing masks and quarantining and locking themselves down. That's the only thing that's affected my life whatsoever because I've never done any of those stupid things. Not for a virus with a 0.1 post-infection death rate. 0.1. One-tenth of 1% of all people who catch COVID die. That's it. Same as the flu. It's been like that from day one. The second thing is, she goes, with all these states reopening, we're losing our window to hold the vaccine out as a carrot that you will not be allowed to reopen. You will not be allowed to open your business without a vaccine. With all these states opening without our permission, without our vaccine passports, what will we have left to keep them from opening? I mean, this is, this is where we're at. And you know, I just want to say this. You know what would keep people from reopening? If there was actually a death rate involved in this, that was more than the flu, because there isn't. There isn't. 99.9% post-infection survival rate. From zero to 50 years old, that's what it is. And from zero to 20, it's better than that. From zero to 20, it's 99.997 survival rates. So all you parents strapping on your strapping a mask on your 17-year-old, you're a galactic clown show. And for people over the age of 50, it's 99.5% survival. Four tenths of 1% die of COVID at that age. It's still over 90% survivable at 80 plus. And see, that's why what they're saying is if we, if, you know, because it's an avalanche right now, Florida's reopening, Texas is reopening, many other states are reopening full capacity. Texas Rangers, their baseball team is starting off at full capacity. And they're like, well, what are we going to be able to do to force these people? If they're just opening, it'll be a landslide. We won't be able to force these people into vaccines because you know, we won't have anything to hold over them. Like you can't open without a vaccine because they're already open without a vaccine. Well, if there was actually a massive death rate, which there's not, you wouldn't need it. Do you see this? Are you seeing this? COVID caving Christian, COVID caving conservative. CCC works every time. Do you see it? Because listen, the problem with this is, is that conservatives on the biggest shows still cave we can open safely. Open from what? Open from what safely? A 0.1 post-infection death rate? 99.9% post-infection survival rate? Open safely from what? You never should have been closed to begin with. And until you acknowledge that, you are adding fuel to their rhetoric. You are adding validation to their rhetoric. It's as simple as that. So how do these feel now? How do, you, how do all the conservatives that have caved to COVID. How do you feel now with your COVID passports? I'm just, I'm just curious. Jake Coco tweet. How fitting. On the 88th anniversary of Houdin boycott, 
we now have that's Jew Jew boycott. We now have symbols being placed in the windows of acceptable businesses. Woo! How's that feel? How's that feel? Bring it back to me real quick. Again, how's that feel, COVID cavers? You know, back back then with the Jew, uh, Jewish boycott back in Nazi Germany where they put out stars on people's businesses. Good, Aaron. Put the, yeah, there you go. That's what it used to look like. That's what it used to, I mean, that, where you were deemed unacceptable, they're just reversing it now and putting them on businesses that are acceptable. And it's not the United States that's offering this service. It's global. What a surprise coming out of Revelation 13, 16 through 18. A new world order coming from, from, coming from people outside a global organization that says, you are now an acceptable business. Oh, look at that one over there. They don't have our sticker from the WEF or the Great Reset or Klaus Schwab or John Kerry or the International Monetary Fund. They don't have it, but this business does. Play the video for me. If you want to get back to your favorite places and feel confident they have put your health and safety first, look for the Well Health Safety Seal. Look for the Well Health Safety Seal. Look for the Well Health Safety Seal. I'm Dr. Richard Carmona, the 17th Surgeon General of the United States of America. This is the Well Health Safety Seal from the International Well Building Institute, the global authority on healthy buildings. The Well Health Safety Rating was informed by years of research and input from hundreds of leading virologists, public health experts, epidemiologists, and building professionals around the world. You'll see it at schools, offices, banks, childcare centers, all the places we go. The Well Health Safety Seal means that we'll feel better going into restaurants, theaters, stores, hotels, stadiums, and all the places that we love. Everything may look the same, but the Well Health Safety Seal means that your health and safety are top of mind when it comes to cleaning and sanitizing procedures, air and water quality management, emergency preparedness programs, and health services. So look for the Well Health Safety Seal outside and feel more confident going inside. Learn more about the Well Health Safety Rating at wellhealthsafety.com. Yeah, take it off. We don't need to advertise for them. Aaron, get those pictures ready as I'm yelling here. Now, here's the thing. I want you to get this. Global authority on building safety. Global authority on building safety. This is what's being advocated by these stars, these American movie and singing stars, music stars out there. That's what the global authority on building safety. You know what I, what I can't wait to see is I can't wait to watch the pastors knock over the McDonald's managers, the Burger King managers, the strip club owners, the local store owners, everything else, local convenience store owners, everything else, the local pastors knocking them out of the way to get their, what is it called again? Their well health safety seal. I cannot wait. There's Christians who are going to urge their pastors to go get their well health safety seal. And they do not see the book of Revelation. They are blind. They do not see the book of Revelation unfolding before their very eyes. All right, disclosed TV tweet. There we go. Biden, Biden administration is set to launch a COVID-19 passport that Americans must have to engage in commerce. Good job, Christians. Fantastic job, COVID-caving Christians and COVID-caving pastors. It would track Americans that took the vaccine. That's from the Washington Post. All right, the uh, Aaron Sabarian tweet. 
Scoop, Biden's COVID team appears to have entertained a test and trace app that would have let businesses deny service to patrons. Oh, let's leave that up, Aaron. I'll just talk over it. Oh, let's look. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that none may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name, Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 and 17. It would would have let businesses deny service to patrons based on their health data. It also would have divided users into three color-coded categories, just like China did last year. In China, they have apps on their phone that determine how good of a citizen you are. If you stop and pick up trash, you get little marks. And by the way, it's compulsory. There is no, uh, there's no option. And that, oh, that'll never happen here. You know, Barack Obama thought that cancel culture would never come for, come for him. I want you to go on your local search engine. Do not use Google. Use DuckDuckGo. Go on to search DuckDuckGo. If I could get the words out right, I'm Joe Bidening right now. But anyway, he thought that it would never come for him. Well, there's a school that's wanting their name their name themselves after him. Well, they're calling him a fascist now. The cancel culture's coming after him now too. Told you, Barack, it'll come for you too. It doesn't matter if you're black. It matters how much money you have and what your social status is. Skin color's never had anything to do with it. It has to do with communism and socialism and a new world order and the World Economic Forum and the Chinese CCP. Watch. $11 million mansion on Martha's Vineyard, Barack and Michelle Obama. It's coming for you now, too. Congratulations. You are just further up the rung than redneck pastors in Inglewood, Florida. The next revelation, uh, revolution tweet. Naomi Wolf sounds the alarm on the push for vaccine passports. I am not overstating this, she says. I can't say it forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West. If this plan unfolds, great job, COVID caving conservatives. Great job, COVID caving clergy. COVID caving pastors. COVID caving Christians. Nice job. Look at where we're at now. And it's you said, oh, it was, it's not our fight. We're, we're, we're supposed to be good neighbors and community partners. We're doing this. We're putting a lie all over our face called a mask, even though it does absolutely nothing. But it looks, makes us look like we're loving and that we're compassionate and that we, can, we care about other people's health. Look at us fake love. Look at us fake love. Now look where you're at with your lies. Play it for me. I am not overstating this. I can't say it forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West if this plan unfolds as planned. Vaccine passport sounds like a fine thing if you don't understand what those platforms can do. I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about your data. And once this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform mm. with no problem at all. And what that means is um, it can be merged with your PayPal account, with your digital currency. Microsoft uh, is already talking about merging it with um, payment plans. Your uh, networks can be sucked up. It geolocates you everywhere you go. Your credit history can be included. All of your medical history can be included. And there we go. All right, disclosed TV tweet. 
There we go. Britons, people, citizens of Great Britain, could have their faces scanned to allow them to access pubs, gigs, and sports events under one government-funded plan. Oh, New World Order being drawn up for, uh, there it is again, vaccine passports. And they could have their faces scanned. There you go from the Babylon Bee. For convenience, vaccine passport can now be tattooed on your right hand or your forehead. There you go. It's amazing to me that this still doesn't wake up people. It still doesn't. Do you ever read your Bible as a Christian? Jack Posobiec tweet. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. Here, I'll read that to you. Read that little blue part. Some states, this is how is CVS Health verifying patient eligibility to receive the COVID-19 vaccine? As part of the scheduling process, the CBS.com patients are asked to attest that all information provided during appointment setup is truthful and accurate. Some states will also require the collection of IDs to verify eligibility, and we are complying with that requirement, which brings up two arguments, which is always funny. You have the alt-left, which is the entire Democratic Party. They are. There is no exceptions. They are all the alt-left, which are completely and totally against IDs to vote, but not completely and totally against IDs, not against it at all, IDs for vaccines or COVID passports or vaccine passports, which are your IDs to get into a, to get into Chili's that you have to have an ID to get into Chili's, but you don't have to have an ID to vote. That is your 2021 Democratic Party. That is who they are. Next up, uh, I'm going to read this to you. This is from Sebastian Gorka. I don't have the tweet. He asks, will you comply? And then a subtweet is Jordan uh, Shocktel. Fun fact, New York's vaccine passport, called the Excelsior Pass, by the way, program uses which launched uh, yesterday, or launches today the first? It's launched today. Uses a state-hosted database to pull your vax testing records. Oh, and you thought you were just going for a COVID test with no strings attached. Whoops. I can look up any individual's COVID history as long as I have their address and birth address and birthday. And he writes the word secure question mark. Uh, whoopsie daisy. Oh, I just want to get a COVID test to be a good neighbor and community partner to show everybody that I'm not sick and how loving I am. Well, now you know it. It'll be tracked for you. Congratulations on your butt kissing, boot licking, and ankle grabbing. Nice job, COVID cavers. Look at where we're at, Tom. You're all fired up tonight. I'm not. This is how I live. I am always fired up. I cannot believe... I am judgment begins at the house of God. If it begins at us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? That is first Peter chapter four, verse 17. So judgment begins at the house of God. I am truly amazed. There was a pastor that I sort of monitor to get the heartbeat of COVID cavers. And this guy closed. He did, they didn't even open up their church till like October. And they're still really not open because they're still COVID mitigating fools. But anyway, he actually started a program on YouTube called The Patriot Pastor. A patriot? How are you a patriot? You've not stood up one time for one thing. You are, you are a you are a harem eunuch. You are a gelding. You have never stood up for one thing. You closed the first chance you had. And he's one of those guys that said, this is not our fight. This is not our fight. 
We need to go ahead and close and show the community how loving we are. If McDonald's has to close, if Chili's has to close, if Applebee's has to close, of course, the big box stores, you know, and those, everything owned by Bezos, you know, none, Walmart, none of them have to close. But it's loving for us to close because this is not our fight. Well, look at us now. Databases, COVID vaccines, mandated vaccines, and COVID and vaccination passports. Nice job, Pastor. You're a real patriot. All right, this is a, a hyper libtard Harry Littman tweet. This is out. This is what this is where the Democratic Party stands. See that blue check mark? That means he's got thousands upon tens of thousands of followers on Twitter as a leader in the Democratic Party. Look at what he says. This is how they all feel, by the way. I invite you to go to this tweet. If you're not on Twitter, you need to get on there. I'm not doing that to expand Twitter. As soon as we have a viable alternative, we'll get the heck off. But we don't have one because nobody can rise to that level yet. So anyway, this is what he writes. And you should see the responses underneath there of all the support that he gets from the Democratic Party that espouses the exact same views. Vaccine passports are a good idea, the Democratic Party says. Among other things, it will single out the still large contingent of people, the Democratic Party says, who refuse vaccines, the Democratic Party says, who will be foreclosed from doing a lot of things their peers can do, the Democratic Party says, that should help break the resistance down, the Democratic Party says. You can take trying to break my resistance down and shove it up your rear end. I am never backing down. I am never taking a vaccine. And you can take your COVID vaccine passports and ram them as hard as you possibly can. As a matter of fact, find a machine that could ram it up harder than you up your caboose. Never. Dr. Freebird tweet. Beaumont Hospital. Now we're going to switch into Roke. We, that was uh, uh, COVID passports for vaccine passports for now. We'll switch back later, possibly. Now let's go into Democratic Party wokeism. Dr. Freebird, Beaumont Hospital, Michigan, just released a statement. Visitors will need to show proof of vaccination cards to visit patients. This is a nice smooth transition into wokeism right here. This look at you cannot go in to visit in now Beaumont Hospital, Michigan. You cannot go in and visit. You cannot visit a relative without your vaccine passport. Now let's look at what we're not quite ready for Democratic wokeism yet. I got one more thing. Actually, we're going to go into COVID after this a little bit. So this is uh, the best governor. It used to be close, but Christy Nome caved on the whole transgender sports thing. So she's moved down the rung a few. Still love her, but she's moved down the rung quite a bit, actually. But it's from El Donato Trumpo, and this is our governor, Ron DeSantis, and how he feels about vaccine passports, coupled with Cat Turd from Twitter. Love it. Play it. The flip side of that, though, with these vaccine passports is uh, it's completely unacceptable for either the government or the <laughs> private sector to impose upon you uh, the requirement that you show proof of vaccine to just simply be able to participate in normal society. You want to go to a movie theater? Should you have to show that? No. You want to go to a game? Do you, no. You want to go to a theme park? No. So we're not supportive of that. Um, I think it's something that people have certain freedoms and individual liberties to make decisions for themselves. I also wonder, it's like, okay, you're going to do this, and then what, give all this information to some big corporation? You want the fox to guard the hen house? I mean, give me a break. 
See now, I want to I want to describe every you know describe that to all of the COVID caving pastors and COVID caving conservative pundits out there, and they're I'm talking about the biggest names of the biggest names because they still call this the plague of our time. They still call we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. All these different things. What is a pandemic? A virus that's 99.9% survivable? What that man is right there is somebody who has a set of testicles. Listen, you're like, Dom, that's not very pastoral. Listen, Paul in the New Testament talked about cutting people's testicles off. That is a man that is fully endowed with testicles. Most pastors don't have them. You want pastors who close your churches, make a call to Ron DeSantis and see if you can figure out how to get yours reattached. Make a phone call and maybe, or just maybe watch one video after another about what it means to actually take a stand, patriot pastor. If you know who I'm talking about, forward this, forward this video to him. Please do. Forward this to all the pastors who close their churches. They're a bunch of capitulating cowards. That's all they are. You're like, well, my pastor, Tom, if he saw you on the street, could beat you up. I don't care. Go ahead and try for one thing. You better be better than average. But if you are, go ahead and beat me up. You're still a capitulating, collaborating coward. Doesn't matter. All right, more I tweet. You're either aware of the programming or you've been programmed. Facts. That is the way that it is. The realest thing I've read today, she says. That's exactly right. And most people have been programmed. They're just driving all over, going to their, if their job is still there, they're receiving their government check, driving their kid to this, driving their kid to that. And you know what? They got all their masks on. They, they compliantly put their mask on when they get out of their car. If they're not as stupid as the people that drive around alone with their masks on or with their family with their masks on in the car, the very family they live with day in and day out, that they don't mask inside their house, but mask when they're in the car because they're that stupid. But they just drive around. They are, if you don't realize that you are being programmed, you are already programmed. If you don't, if there's no, there's nothing that rivets your soul about COVID passports, you are gone. You had better repent. Breaking 9-11 tweet. CDC director. Oh boy. Here's another just, the steel spine leaders of the Biden administration nearly cries nearly freaking cries and says she has a feeling of impending doom (laughs) right now i'm scared right now i'm scared please hold on i'm scared she says play the video for me i'm gonna lose the script and i'm gonna reflect on the recurring feeling i have of impending. i'm scared we have so much to look forward to so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope but right now I'm scared. We have come such a long way. Three historic scientific breakthrough vaccines and we are rolling them out so very Oh yeah, fast. you're rolling them out all right. So I'm speaking today, not necessarily as your CDC director, not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a as daughter, to ask you to just as a COVID caving super mom. Longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. I'm so badly. Almost there. But almost there. Yet. So bad. And so I'm asking you to just hold on a little longer to get vaccinated when you can so that all of those people that we all love will still be here when this pandemic ends. There you go. 
Now, Eldonado Trumpo has a response. This is new CD director goes full me. Play it for me. <laughs> full Mexican soap opera. You know, CDC director shouldn't be bawling on national social media or national TV. I'm so scared. I have a feeling of impending doom. Really? Why is that exactly? If you were really scared, then why is it that you're allowing hundreds of thousands of people, non-COVID tested, COVID positive, to pour through the border every day? And those are the ones we know about. If you had a feeling of impending doom and you're so scared, why is it, Why exactly are you allowing that to happen? CDC director, what's her stupid name? Rochelle Walensky. And I'm just curious too, allegedly, you know, we have all these deaths, which I've explained to you that the, that the 546,000, 550,000 people that allegedly have died of COVID, but lo and behold, we have zero flu deaths, absolutely zero. And we have 30 to 80,000 per year, but that's disappeared. It's been solved. Zero in the UK, zero in the United States, basically zero worldwide. But that, that won't. That still won't change. That will not change the theology of a COVID caving pastor. You will still stand your ground and keep your church closed and have your mass services and your cl- your COVID clump services and your your rabid uh, alcohol gel washing. You still have nothing will change. It doesn't rivet your soul at all that the flu has completely disappeared and it's April first and we've had six flu deaths in the United States. Look at me, six. That doesn't do anything for you at all. We usually have 30 to 80,000 with an average of 50 to 60,000 per year. And we've had none that doesn't bother you. There's nothing more to this than just the virus. But there's your leadership. And, and notice how none of them are truly scared of it. None of your Pied Pipers, the people that are leading you around by your stupid little nose ring. I won't get into that right now. But those of you who are leading, leading you around by your little nose ring, they clipped on, you know, you jam that thing in your nose, they come up with you with a little dog leash and clip it on, so they pull you around by your nostril cartilage. Those people leading you around have no fear of it whatsoever. Gavin Newsom out eating, Phil Murphy out eating, Chris Cuomo out eating, Andrew Cuomo out with no mask, Fauci no mask, I'll show you later on. None of them have any fear of Biden with no mask. You know why? Because they know the statistics. They're not really scared of it. They're using it to usher in their agenda. And lo and behold, all the Christians cave first and all the conservatives are still speaking their language. Breaking 9-11 tweet, just in. CDC study finds that nearly 80% of people hospitalized for COVID-19 were overweight or obese. 80 Freaking percent, eighty percent of people hospitalized were overweight to obese. Is COVID really the problem? Then is it really? No, but don't let that get in the way. COVID caving clergy, COVID caving Christians, don't let that get in the way of your COVID theology. That trumps the Bible, by the way. All right, next up, Daily Caller tweet. President Biden says. He shares the sentiment of the CDC director of impending doom. Wow, there's some steel spine leadership coming out right there. Let me put the tweet back up. Coming out of the White House. 
Who said earlier today that she senses impending doom when it comes to coronavirus? So there's the leadership in the country. And by the way, Biden's been caught numerous times not wearing a mask around people he doesn't live with. He's not scared of it. Why are you? Like and share, like and share, like and share. You're like, Tom, if I share this video, I will lose friends. Welcome to the freaking club. Listen, if I show up to my family reunion that's coming up, Darth Vader music will sound from the heavens when I walk in the door to those people. Welcome to the club. Speaking the truth will cost you friends. Woe to all of... Jesus actually said this in Luke chapter 6, verse 26. Woe to you if all men speak well of you. For so do their fathers to the false prophets. The false prophets like Anthony Fauci, like most pastors in the United States, like I'm not, I've taken, I've, I've decided not to use names for a little while. I was about to start saying them, but you know the names. All, all, it's very easy. If your pastor ever closed his church, he's a false prophet. He doesn't follow the Bible. What does prophecy mean? It means speaking God's word, speaking the truth of God's word. It doesn't just mean telling the future. It means proclaiming the truth of God's word. If you ever closed your church, you're not biblical. You have the ability. Jesus took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. You have the absolute right to be healthy the rest of your life. Via the new covenant, whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. No plague shall draw near my dwelling. If you shall ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. There's no caveats to that. If you closed your church, you're non-biblical. If you closed your ministry, you're non-biblical. There's a man that I used to give all of my extra money, like just not all my extra money, but the money that I would give to ministries, I gave them. He closed. Forget that guy. My church tithes to two people, two ministries. And that is Rodney Howard Brown, the River Church in Tampa, and Revival Today, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. That's it. Why? Because they actually have cojones. They stood up. Rodney Howard Brown got arrested conducting church services. They stood up. And look at where we're at. I mean, look at, I mean, look at, the, look at the lies. 80% of people that were ever hospitalized of COVID were overweight to obese. So what's really the problem? But nobody will say it. What's really the problem is Fat. Fat. There you go. You're welcome. All right, Anna Rayner tweet. Oh, what, what was that? Play it. No, you know what? That's garbage. Just go to Anna Rayner. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Average daily deaths in London, London hospitals for the past two weeks with COVID is four. All right, everybody get that. We'll close everything down. <clears throat> close everything down. Close it all down. Because on average, every day in London, there's four deaths from COVID. You know how many people live in London? Nine million. I'll go to the next line. Well, that seems worth cr crushing people's livelihoods for and, subju and subjugating the entire nation. Well done, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of England. You really know how to destroy a country. I'm sure Winston Churchill would be proud. So I ran the numbers here. I love to run the numbers because I would like people to know the truth. Instead of believing lies that make you feel virtuous, why not believe truth that you might not feel so virtuous about? Because your virtue is a lie if it's based on lies. Like a mask is a lie because it's based on lying. And 
the devil is the father of lies, not the Bible. So in London there, so they're having <clears throat> two people die per day for the last two weeks, and they closed it all back down again. Listen to me. England is gone. Canada, gone. They're police states. I, there's people there that believe in freedom. You had better rise freaking up now or you're gone forever with Boris Johnson and Justin Trudeau. You had better rise up now and go out into the streets and protest and protest without face masks on. If that means you lose your job, lose it. What job are you going to have when they crush you into oblivion anyway? 60% of businesses that were closed during COVID-19 will never reopen again. Facts. But here's the London stats. So you have two people dying per day the last uh, two weeks. So if you run those numbers, that's 56 people have died out of a city with 9.4 million people. 56 have died. And the whole state, the whole state, the whole country, the whole city is closed down. 56 people out of 9.4 million. I wonder how many people died of the flu last year during that last two weeks. I wonder. Hmm. But it's all about, it's, this is not our fight. This is not our fight. As the COVID, as the vaccine passports are spread throughout the world, Israel's got them. Denmark's got them. Now we're talking about them. China, of course, has them. Called green, green passports or common passes. Don't worry about it. It's not your fight. It's not your fight. So your odds of dying in London over the last two weeks of COVID. Ready? Here they comes. Ready? Super COVID caving mom, soccer mom out there, quarantine dad. Ready? 0.0005%. And the whole place is shut down. It's a lie. The virus exists. But the response is simply a conveyance, a vehicle to usher in the CCP and the World Economic Forum. That is all that it is about. Klaus Schwab, Xi Jinping, who love each other. They might as well have an extramarital affair with one another because they love each other. That's who they are. That's what it's all about. I mean, come on, look at the stats. 56 people die in two weeks out of 9.4 million and you close everything down. How much you want to bet? Everybody in there was 75 or older or is morbidly obese. How much you, oh, Tom, you just don't, I do care about life and death. I want people to go to heaven. I hope everybody did go to heaven, but truth is truth. It does truth. Like Ben Shapiro says, truth does not care about your feelings. It's true. Regardless, John Cordillo tweet. No camera, no cameras, no mask. He's an evil tyrant. Play it for me. There's the Fouch. Nobody's watching. Look at the people around him, though. Plenty of people around him that he could infect. There goes. Oh, yeah, pull your pants up, you clown show. Nobody's there. There's plenty of people around. See the guy sitting there? Saw the woman to the left? Plenty of people around him. He could infect them and kill them with the virus that kills 56 out of 9.4 million. Fraud. A fraud, peddling fraud. That is who this man is. 
every time from day one, everything he says is wrong. He vacillates so that he can stay in power just like any other politician. Look at him. Look at him. Where's your mask, man? It's mandated in that building. It's mandated, Tony. It's mandated in that building. Why isn't he wearing it? Because he knows the truth. But he's got you, if it's you, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, he's got you by your nose ring with your dog leash, you know, clipped to it, leading people around, starting with the church, leading them around. And he himself isn't scared of it at all. He's not scared. If he was scared, he put his mask on. He's not scared. All right, play the next one for me. It just is inexplicable why you would want to pull back now. I understand the need to want to get back to normality, but you're only going to set yourself back if you just completely pull, push aside the public health guidelines, particularly when we're dealing with anywhere from 55 to 70,000 infections per day in the United States. That's a very, very high baseline. That's who he really is. That's how that 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 is a perfect apt description of Anthony Fauci. Fauci's a loser. He ever not one thing he said has been true. It's all about who he shills for. He shill, he is on the board of the Gates Foundation vaccine board. He is on the board for the Gates Gates vaccine uh, the Gates Foundation vaccine board. He is on that board. He loves the World Health Organization. He loves the World Economic Forum. He loves the Great Reset. That's all that he's about. I mean, come on, go back to London. They completely shut down after 56 out of 9.4 million deaths. I mean, 9.4 million people that live there, 56 people died, and they closed the whole thing down. Australia is completely closed down and they've got like 800 they've got 800 deaths out of 30 million people. They're completely shut down. And what's sad is is I watch Sky News all the time coming out of Australia and they've got some wonderful conservatives but they still speak covid language. You know, we we had a very effective contact tracing. Contact tracing for what? For what? A 0.1 post-infection death rate? Just let it go. Just isolate your most vulnerable like you do every flu season. That's all that should have happened. And everybody would have already been past this by now. There would be no economic. Everybody would have already had all their natural antibodies already built up. Called once again. It's, it's blasphemous in today's hyper-political culture. Everybody would have already reached you to herd immunity. It would have already been over. Just like you're not allowed to say Sweden either in today's social justice climate. As if it's a racist thing to say Sweden or I'm denying the science. Look at the numbers. Sweden's deaths per 100,000 dwarfs dwarfs England's. Dwarfs France's. Dwarfs Spain's. Blows them out of the water. And it's allegedly non-scientific to espouse their virtue. It reminds me of Isaiah chapter 5, verse 20 through 21. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put, light for dar- who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes. They're, they're, they put their virtue up instead of facts. They replace facts with their virtue because their virtue is driving a communist 
New World Order Mark of the Beast narrative. Look, I've been saying it since March. You know, the I only heard one or two other people even talking about it. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I've been telling you from day one, this has come from the Wuhan lab. It's gain-of-function research, and lo and behold, the CDC director finally, in March of 2021, finally comes out and says for the first time in his life that it probably came from a lab. A lab that was funded by Anthony Fauci, funded by Bill Gates to do illegal gain-of-function research on, on coronaviruses from bats, which is what this is. And yet you still, people still listen to this. Like and share this. Get this to people who will be offended by it. They need to be offended. This is the truth. They need to be offended by it. All right, here's Tucker Carlson for a couple minutes. And what he's talking about, again, is the whole, you know, safely reopening and all this stuff. I can't put in better words than him. Play it for me. But first tonight, what if your next door neighbor suddenly went dangerously insane and started holding people hostage in his house? Would you consider that threatening? Would you even notice it? Those are not theoretical questions. Something very much like that just happened in our national neighborhood. Canada, the landmass directly to our north, our single largest trading partner, the country with whom we share the longest international border in the world, Canada, took a dramatic move toward legitimately dangerous authoritarianism in Canada. Yes. Here's just one measure of it. On Monday, the country's prime minister, Justin Trudeau, outlined his government's new corona regulations. Canadians hoping to return to their country must be tested before and after takeoff, he said. Quote, if your test results come back positive, you'll need to immediately quarantine in designated government facilities. This is not optional designated government facilities. Now, when this happens in other countries, and it does, we call those facilities internment camps. But because this is Canada we're talking about, a place we assume is passive and polite and Anglo to the point of parody, no one thinks to use that term. In fact, no one thinks about it at all. Trudeau's internment policy has been in place since last month. And as far as we can tell, no major U.S. network has even mentioned it. And neither has our State Department, which ordinarily seems to exist to make unhappy noises about human rights violations around the world, but not a word about Canada. Preconceptions may play some role here. We assume that interning people is what Russia does. Boring people is what Canada does. But not anymore. Suddenly, Canada is a flagrant violator of the most basic human rights. Fail a COVID test and they will lock you up without trial and go ahead and try to disobey. According to the Canadian government, anyone who attempts to avoid these rules, detention in a government internment facility, for example, could face a million-dollar fine and three years in prison. This is Justin Trudeau's Canada. It's funny, Trudeau always seemed like a cheerful idiot, wearing weird costumes and yammering on about diversity. Who knew he was Mussolini? There might be a lesson here for other nations that are led by shallow, neoliberal, empty suits. Know any? Underneath all the chirpy identity politics talk, it's not a joke. It's internment cells. In Canada, where everything has a euphemism, those cells are referred to as approved quarantine hotels. What are they like? Well, as noted, they're internment cells. What do you think they're like? There are shortages of food and water. You could be sexually assaulted as you're held in one. Listen to a member of the Canadian Parliament explain what they're like.
the Liberals instituted a federal hotel quarantine requirement for those entering Canada. We have heard reports that it is taking hours to get through to book these hotels, dietary restrictions are not being met, and food and water is not always readily available. That's in addition to this program continuing after reports of sexual assault. This is mind-boggling. Oh, the Liberals did this. It's not very liberal to intern people, is it? According to a report in the post-millennial, the doors in many of the internment facilities don't lock. Detainees have no way to protect themselves while they sleep, hence the sexual assault. They also don't have access to adequate medical care. In one case, Canadian authorities detained a man with diabetes called Ray Truesdale. What was Truesdale's crime? Well, it was flying from Tennessee to Toronto on a business trip. As he waited in confinement for his corona test results, his jailers forgot to feed Truesdale for more than 24 hours. Ultimately, Truesdale left his cell and went downstairs in search of something to eat. And there he found others who were being held without food. They were screaming, he said. In the end, Canadian authorities informed Truesdale that his coronavirus sample had been damaged somehow, so he had to remain in internment. Or consider Mitch Bolu, a Canadian who landed in Calgary after a business trip to Florida. He told Canadian television that the experience was very much like a kidnapping. He was put, quote, in a black van with tinted windows and taken to an undisclosed location. Where am I going, he asked. Why am I going there? The response, we'll tell you everything when you get there. He thought it was a prank. He thought it had to be, but it wasn't a prank. Quote, I got out there and there was plastic all over, people walking around in hazmat suits. It was like jail, pretty much. Yeah, just don't call it jail. And that's an order directly from Canadian state media. This fall, the CBC, Canadian state media, ran a story with this headline. Prime Minister health officials warn Canadians against believing COVID-19 internment camps disinformation. Warn them against believing. Sound familiar? That claim, that conspiracy theory, said CBC, that the federal government is preparing to forcibly intern Canadians is patently false. The CBC assured Canadians the government was preparing, quote, voluntary quarantine sites. Yeah, voluntary in the sense of being mandatory. All right, back to me. So here right there, the, the blonde-haired politician there, lady was talking. She says liberals institutes, institute these COVID internment camps, which they have, by the way, I put this out before, Every hotel that they're doing these things, I can't say everyone, but a lot of the hotels that they have these internment camps in are owned by the CCP. Just a little side note for everybody. And I just want to ask my conservative COVID-caving friends, if liberals institute these things, then why on earth are you following them? If the baby butchers, and I'm speaking to Canadians first and Americans second, if the baby butchers are the ones that institute COVID camps like this, COVID internment camps, uh, vaccine passports and everything else, and they're the ones that are instituting this stuff, then why on earth would you cave to it? Why on earth would you capitulate to it? Why would you collaborate with it? Why would you cooperate with it? Why? Why? Well, I might lose my job. Well, lose it. There's right and there's wrong, and you stand for what is right. If, if you're not saved, then get saved, and then God will be on your side, and your God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name. It's Pierre something, and this is a Canadian politician. He writes, the rest of the world is safely opening. We are talking about another shutdown here in Canada. We need a reopening plan now. Play it for me. 
Well, Madam Speaker, I want to share some good news with the House. The Seattle Mariner Mariners will host 9,000 fans. They just got approval from Washington State, a very progressive and woke state south of the border that whose ideological inclinations are very similar to this government. And they have signed off on a safe plan, uh, according to that state, to allow 9,000 fans to participate in a major sporting event in Seattle, no less. We got simultaneously the news that our Toronto Blue Jays are not going to be able to do anything similar. In fact, they put out a statement in which they said that though we had hoped for improvements in the public health outlook as we neared the 2021 baseball season, with the ongoing Canada-US border closure, we have made the difficult decision to play the first two home stands of the 2021 regular season at TD Ballpark in Florida. So the Floridian businesses will get all of the benefit of that major sporting Thank event. you, Canada. Now, it is not just sporting events, uh, Madam Speaker, that are reopening around the world. The Australians and New, New Zealanders are finalizing plans for quarantine-free travel across their borders between their two countries. And in Taiwan, which has pretty much the lowest COVID mortality rate on planet Earth, even though it is right next door to the country from whence COVID originated. I'm quoting here from the Brookings Institute, a progressive U.S. think tank, and I'm quoting, Taiwan has managed the spread of COVID-19 far better than most. It suffered only seven deaths amongst its 23.5 million people in 2020. Except for a few short weeks of lockdown in March last year, life in Taiwan has been normal. Schools, offices, and restaurants have been open as usual, although with temperature screening, hand sanitizing, and social distancing. Live concerts by Yo-Yo Ma and performances of the Phantom of the Opera have attracted thousands of people into indoor arenas. Again, all of this with seven deaths, not seven deaths per 100,000, not seven deaths per million, seven total deaths. You bring it back to me. So there you go. There's, there's some great additional stats for everybody. And the guy's calling out the conservative politician out of Canada and saying, why on earth are we not reopening? Because you never should have been closed to begin with. A country with tens of millions of people in Canada, it's the exact same death rate as it is everywhere else, which is 0.1%. One-tenth of 1% chance of dying in Canada of COVID-19 and it's all shut down and no matter where you go no matter what state no matter what country no matter what the mitigations no matter what the lockdowns no matter what the mass mandates and for no matter how long that they were instituted the exact same graphs occur every single time every time their masks do nothing lockdowns do nothing 76 percent of all covid cases are caught in the home and that's where they lock you masks do nothing but lower your immune system and system and make you breathe in your own latent coronaviruses and your own bacteria all day long and that's what they tell you to put on your face in this in this country the states with the with the most stringent mass mandates and COVID lockdowns have the highest deaths per 100 counts in the country, P. 
period, without exception. So why would you ever listen to these people? This call, this is a revolutionary time. Not violence, Facebook. Not violence, Facebook. Not violence, Facebook. This is a revolutionary time. You're going to have to have guts. You may need to move out of your state. You may need to get a different job. You may need to risk your job. These, these, are, these, these are times that require actions like that. We are at that place. Look at our country. Look at it. Play the last part of Tucker for me. Interesting, the difference. They won't be arrested. In fact, they'll be rewarded because they're not citizens. Only the citizens are punished. Back in November, Justin Trudeau admitted what's going on here. It's not about coronavirus stopping the virus saving lives. No, this pandemic, he said, is an opportunity to permanently change Western civilization. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. The Great Reset. And we don't want to give Justin Trudeau too much credit. He may be sinister, but he's not smart. It's not like he thought that phrase up. No, he took it from his role models in this country. At a forum hosted by the World Economic Forum in mid-November, John Kerry, our new climate czar, laid it out. <laughs> yes, he said, the Great Reset will happen. And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. In effect, the citizens of the United States have just done a Great Reset. We've done a great reset, and it was a record level of voting. We're at the dawn of an extremely exciting time. <laughs> that's, what, that's what John Kerry says. That's who's in charge. And they're using COVID to usher in the great reset. What's the great reset about? John Kerry, our climate czar, just said it. That it's actually that we're ushering in these changes at an exponential rate. What's the great reset about? It's about setting you up. They're using COVID to see how far they can push you. Will, will, these, will, these, will these people, will these sheep wear a mask or for how long? Will they lock down for how long? Because we're going to pull the same crap. But next time, it's going to be for COVID. I mean, for ne next time, it's going to be for climate. Go to the Great Reset website. Look up Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. Donald Trump spoke at the World Economic Forum. It's for real. It's the greatest grouping of all the power magnets in the world. The leaders, the corporate owners, the corporate CEOs, big tech, they're all at the World Economic Forum, which is the Great Reset, also coupled with the CCP. Flash it up there. If you want to know where it is, can you make it bigger? For some reason, you can't. All right, well, that's as good. For some reason, we can't make it any bigger. That's weird. But that's the real deal. That's where it's really at. All right, Daily Caller tweet. Dr. Fauci says the children should continue wearing masks while playing together in groups. The children can clearly wind up getting infected. Oh, really? Play it for me. If parents are vaccinated, they still do need to be concerned about their unvaccinated children playing together in groups. Is that right? 
Yeah, the children can clearly wind up getting infected. When we talk about what you can do when you're vaccinated, you can certainly have members of a family if the adults are vaccinated and oh, you're in the home you. with your child. Thank you don't need you, to Anthony. wear a mask and you can have physical contact. Oh, thank when the children you. go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks when they're interacting with groups from multiple households. Oh, okay. People are excited about the return of... It just is inexplicable why <laughs> you would want to pull back now. I understand the need to want to get back to normality, but you're only going to set yourself back if you just completely pull, push aside the public health guidelines, particularly when we're dealing with anywhere from 55 to 70,000 infections per day in the United States. That's a very, very high basin. So what's the truth about kids and COVID? They're not significant uh, vectors of COVID-19 whatsoever. It's been proven time after time after time after time. They don't barely carry COVID. They, they barely ever infect anybody. And the kids are 7 to 20 times. This is from age 0 to 17. Are 7 to 20 times more likely to die of influenza than COVID-19. And you have galactic clown show cat turd loser Anthony Fauci saying kids ought to be wearing masks. For what? For what? And you can say that about anybody. Masks do nothing for one thing. But a kid who has way more of a chance of dying of flu, who you never told to wear a mask before, suddenly has to wear a mask for something that he's 7 to 20 times less likely to die of? That's your modern Democratic Party. That's your modern COVID policy led by their queen mother, Anthony Fauci, who's the most galactically stupid human being on the planet. Stupid means what, a low IQ? No, it means that you are purposely peddling misinformation. That's what stupid means. Ignorant means you believe what you're peddling and you're wrong. Stupid means you know what you're peddling is wrong and you're peddling it anyway. He's a stupid idiot. Period. Don't get mad at me. Pastors shouldn't talk like that. Don't even bother. Jesus called people Satan. Jesus called people sons of hell. Jesus called people whitewashed tombs. Don't bother with it. Rebel News. Now, this is more out of Canada. Now, I've seen this rising up in Canada. You have police officers referring to Rebel News reporters as Jew media. Do you know why? Because Satan is always ends up reeling his ugly head. The forces of evil will always fight against the nation of Israel. Totalitarianism always goes after God's country. It starts to spill out as you've given these officers Gestapo powers. Now, since March of last year, we are now 390 days into 15 days to flatten the curve. And these officers have been given unfettered power all those, all those months and basically now a year, over a year, actually well over a year now. So it's gotten in their heads. They can do whatever they want. And this is from a cop. I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. It pains me to say it. 
It pained me to come out and just rip the crap out of the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office when they are falsely, under false pretenses, arrested Pastor Rodney Hour Brown. But truth is truth. If it's Donald Trump who's doing something stupid, I'm going to say it. And his response to COVID-19 was stupid. Operation Warp Speed, stupid. I loved him up till 2019. Still voted for him. Still certainly better than the baby butchers. But his COVID response was not correct. He should have stood up. He should have stood up, checked to see if he has cojones, and looked to Sweden and stood up to the COVID monsters like Anthony Fauci. But back to Canada. I want you to listen to when this cop calls this reporter, Jew Media. Play it for me. He's being arrested for doing nothing. He's being arrested for protesting lockdowns. That's it. He's actually being arrested for covering a, a protest for lock, against lockdowns. There it is, right there. Freeze there and go back. You freeze it when you can. Just let it play. It's good. When you see it, freeze it. Right there, freeze it. Right there, Montreal officer. Is that a Jew? Is that a Jew? This is where we're at. Just bring it back to me real quick. It just blows me away that people can't see this. Look at what the great country of Canada is. These are people that stormed Normandy Beach with us. And this is where we're at now. Is that a Jew? This is where Canada, this is where, this is what buying into lies does. The devil is the father of lies. His native language is lying. Jesus said it because I tell you the truth. You do not believe me. The devil is the father of lies. And when you sit there and you perpetuate, all those cops, put that put that picture back up there and just let it stay frozen. Just let it freeze. Look at the cops. Look at how they look now. They all have stormtrooper uniforms on. They're all masked up. When you're masked, you actually take more liberties because you think you're hiding your face and your identity. Somebody calls out Jew media. Look at what has happened. And where are the Christian leaders? Where are the Christian leaders? Why is it that Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was the only international, even national figure that stood up to this thing? Where are all the other big names? Look at what is happening to the Western world where so, a police officer feels free on the streets of Montreal to say, is that a Jew? Play it for me. This is why we're documenting what's happening here, guys. I know, I know, Yankee. So why are we getting such a tough time? We've been through this so many times with you guys. They just told us you were in the protest. You're going to come with us. We'll understand. Because he's protesting. Look at the cops. Stormtroopers. Look at the outfits they're wearing. Freeze that picture, and when you get a bunch of cops in there with their stormtrooper outfits on, freeze it. Right there. That's good. So, right there. Perfect. This is how the left always ends up. People will. People think that alt-right is Nazis. All alt-right is, I mean, alt-left is Nazis. Alt-left is Nazis. Alt-left is Nazis because they're the National Socialist Party. And this is how they turn law enforcement every single 
time, whether it's Stalin, whether it's Hitler, whether it's Mao, whether it's Mussolini, whether it's Maduro, no matter who it is, this is how, this is what they turn cops into. Let me bring it back to me for just a second. Get Andy No loaded up for me. Now let's get into some race baiting stuff, all the race rhetoric, which by the way, racism is racism. If you hate white people, you're a racist. If you hate Latino people, you're a racist. If you hate black people, you're a racist. If you hate mixed people, you're a racist. It doesn't matter. If your life is about race, you're a racist. Even if you're militating for one race over another, you're still a racist. Even if you're a white person who's militating for black people and disparaging white people, you are a racist. You're a racist. You're a race baiter. That's who you are. It doesn't matter how you militate. And I'll give you plenty of examples. We know right now that allegedly around the country, there's a mass rise of white supremacists committing all sorts of violent acts, right? I mean, allegedly, that's why we had 30,000 troops in D.C. with 20-foot razor wire fences and machine-loaded machine machine guns all over town. 30,000, now we're down to just a few thousand, and a lot of the fences have come down, except for the one around the Capitol itself. It's still up. Why? Because of the rise of white supremacist violence. I want you to name me one act. Go ahead. That means uh, that means you're a white supremacist, Tom, because you're allegedly defending white. Sur- I'm not defending anybody. I'm asking you what I'm talking about. What's true? Name them. Name the white supremacist acts. Go ahead. Name them. Go ahead. Name them. Can't do it. Oh, January 6th. Oh, really? Tie that to white supremacy, please. January 6th, the insurrection, the riot, the insurrection with absolutely zero firearms and absolutely no deaths on the opposing side. And the only people that died were the, were the protesters. The only person shot was a protester. Exactly the opposite of BLM and Antifa, where everybody who dies is not in BLM or Antifa. Andy, no tweet. Police in Tacoma, Washington are asking for more information regarding a viral video which showed black males assaulting a Korean. I thought it was I thought it was all white supremacists. I thought it was white supremacists attacking Asian Americans. Oh, black males assaulting a Korean couple. Play it for me. Here come those white supremacists who are African American. How manly, attacking a Korean woman. Look at that. How you like this? Look at that white supremacy in action. White supremacy in action. Fuck your whole life. All right, bring back to me. I don't need all the f bombs. There we go. There you go. So there's there's one. Let's go to the next one. John Cordillo tweet. I'll I'll censor this. And not one of the peas on the train stepped in to help. And I'm just bring it back to me one second. You're going to see some violent acts tonight. And I just, I, I have to say, what the Americans, what, what's going on that you can sit there? I, I, there's no excuse. But when there's a whole group of people that could actually, actually rise up and save somebody and they don't, this is why. 
what's been perpetrated on this country was allowed to happen because there are a bunch of, I'm going to change the word, pansies in this culture, in this country. Absolute pansies who won't do a thing. You know, if it was one-on-one and you decided to not do anything, you're still a pansy, but at least marginally understandable. But when there's a train full of people that could easily grab this guy and stop this act and they don't, it's truly amazing that nobody does a daggum thing. Unbelievable. Put the tweet back up so I can read the Andy No portion. NYPD is asking the public to help identify a black male who was recorded repeatedly punching and choking an Asian victim. Whoa, wait, wait, that can't be. That can't be. Where are all the videos of the white supremacists attacking Asian victims? Oh, Tom, you're racist. No, I'm just telling you what's true. I'm, I'm just saying. Allegedly, according to Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris, we have a white supremacy problem. And according to the FBI, the most grievous threat to our country is white supremacist militants who are going to attack Asian people. Where is it? Play the video for me. There come white supremacists again. Dadgum white supremacists. Hey, there's another. Look at all the people standing there doing nothing. Doing nothing. Those are young men. Get up and do something, you bunch of pansies. She didn't, I mean, how long is this going to go on? There you go. How about a rear naked choke on the guy? How you like that? The guy even knows what, she's gonna choke him unconscious. Gonna broke his neck. Because he's definitely not applying it right. There you go, how you like that? Nobody does a daggum thing. Daggum white supremacist, bring it back to me. Daggum white supremacist again. Woo, unbelievable. All right, Hermie Dillon tweet. Brave security guards there. Totally pathetic excuse for men. Look at the underwriter, I mean, uh, the undertweet. NYPD says 65-year-old Asian-American woman was walking to church this morning when suspect assaulted her and said, F you, you don't belong here. And lo and behold, what does he look like? Play the video for me. Here comes the white supremacist. Here comes the white supremacist right there. White supremacy. And look at the security guard doing nothing. He's no, Is he done yet? Oh, he's finally done kicking her in the head. They do nothing. Look at what they do. Do they even go out and offer assistance? Play it. Is that the end of it? They close the door on her. They actually, that video can fit it, goes longer. They actually close the door on her. Where's the white supremacist? Well, let's look at this now. Here's John Cordello tweet. Booking pics of those arrested for anti-Asian attacks in New York City. Darn white supremacists. Look at those white supremacists. All right, go to the next one. NYPD hate crimes. This is the guy who did the stomping. Right there, the one that we just saw that nobody did anything about with his coward security guards. There he is. Let's read it. Thanks for assistance from the public. and excellent investigative work by the NYPD detectives. The individual wanted for Monday's assault of a 65-year-old Asian female. It must have been the Proud Boys who did it. No, it wasn't. It was this guy. Who, by the way, bring it back to me real quick, but have the next one loaded. That guy, I'm not going to glorify his name. That guy was released on parole after murdering his mother. Facts. 
Great job to Blasio and Cuomo in New York. But they'll claim that it's all white supremacists attacking Asians. The very black male who just said, the black male who said, you don't belong here, they'll still claim that it's white supremacists that are the problem. Where? Where are they at? Next one. And you know, here's the, that's the guy in the subway. Oh, is that the white supremacist? Strange, isn't it? Not one. All right, go to Kyle Becker. There we go. Now, this was a shooting of 10 people in Virginia Beach, Virginia. 10 people shot, two dead. And where, oh, it must be white supremacists again. No, not a one. The shooting that just, bring it back to me, the shooting that just occurred in Orange, California. Notice how you don't know about it? What is, what's Orange, California? Of course you don't know about it. Why? Because it wasn't a white guy that did it. It's got nothing to do with defending any race. Not one thing to do with a, with defending any race over another. It's all about the truth. They used a false narrative to fence themselves in in D.C. so that they can act their draconian measures without any protest. It's been that way. That's what they did with COVID. They bring in COVID lockdowns and then make it illegal for you to protest the lockdowns. It's the perfect plan. That's why you have to stand up. You have to be willing possibly to go away with this like this. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Andy No Tweet. A far left BLM Black Lives Matter protest in Austin, Texas. Over the weekend, protesters assaulted a man walking on the road with his motorcycle. Play it for me. These are all Joe Biden voters, Joe Biden supporters. We all know that. Democratic Party, modern Democratic Party, folks. Have you noticed that there's hardly any black people at the Black Lives Matter protest? I'm just saying, play it for me. It looks like a bunch of skinny pale kids to me. They don't even let them go here. They follow them down to this, too. The guy goes off the road trying to get out of this whole mess. And what do they do? Let's all go down there now. There we go. Yeah, look at her. If he were to touch the girl, then I guess he'd be a misogynist. Unbelievable. Bring it back to me. That's your modern Democratic Party. Put the next one for me, John Cordillo. He said, let's stop with the straw man arguments that blacks have more to fear from whites than whites from blacks. FBR, UCR statistics. Blacks commit 88% of interracial crime against whites. 88% facts. Blacks are 13% of the population and commit 
56% of the murders, like it or not, data is data. Amen, John Cordillo. Thomas Chipping tweet, Senator Elizabeth Warren, it's a shame we have to call her by that title, now says the filibuster is racist. Funny, she did not mention that when she voted to filibuster legislation 128 times. See, it's just this way. This is what they do. It's no different with COVID as it is with racism. They use it as a conveyance, as a vehicle to usher in their socialism. That's all that it's about. You really think that Elizabeth Warren is some sort of race warrior? The woman Pocahontas, Focahontas, who lied about being a Native American for her entire adult life? You really think she's some sort of warrior for the African-American community when she's done absolutely nothing for them in all of her decades of public service? No, she uses it. I mean, look at the black community under Democratic leadership. The African-American community was really really Republican until the 60s and since 1964, since they've gone under welfare and the care of the Democratic Party, the fatherless rate is over 70%. And the number one cause of death in the black community is not white people, it's abortion. They kill their own, set up by Democrats, set up by white people, putting Planned Parenthood offices on every corner of black communities. Set up by Margaret Sanger, who said she wanted to kill off the entire black population, whom Hillary Clinton said she admires. Christopher Rufo tweet. This is critical race theory. The University of Nevada says white students can't live in a minority dorm. Who's the racist? Who's the racist? Play it for me. When me and Brad first met, I didn't think we'd get along, but turns out we kind of agree on everything. Your, Your racial, racial identity, identity is the most important thing. thing. Everything, everything should be looked at through the lens of race. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. We both have a lot of opinions about people of color, even though we barely know any. I say colored people, <laughs> but as long as we're classifying them, we both think minorities are a united group who think the same and act the same. And vote the same. You don't want to lose your black card. Sorry, I don't know. I just think we should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Hey, tell them what you told me yesterday. White actors should only do voices for white cartoon characters. Been saying that for years. Stick to your own. Us white people, we have so much privilege. I agree. It is a privilege to be white. Ask him about interracial dating. All I said is that black men who date white women have internalized racism, and white men that date ethnic women are fetishizing them. Guys against interracial dating now. Like, am I being pranked? Did Boomer put you up to this? Ugh, you know that taco place is white-owned? White people should be making white foods, like Kraft macaroni and cheese, no seasoning, not even salt. It's like he's a mind reader. I mean, I've been pushing for segregation forever, and my man does what? I created an improv comedy show exclusively for ethnic people. Guy segregates comedy on my birthday. White people need to stop wearing dreadlocks, and they need to stop appropriating black people's music. Shaved heads and country music, the way God intended. You know all white people are racist. I'm listening. Even if you have a black wife or a black friend group, you're still really racist. No, he just kicked a guy out of the organization for having a black girlfriend, but if you can promise me he's still really racist, we'll consider letting him back in. Black, black people should only shop at black, black businesses. businesses. I guess the only thing we really disagree about is I think white people are the root of all evil. But what did I tell you, though? If we can narrow that down to a certain group of tiny-hatted white people, I think we can come to an understanding. Technically, I don't consider Jewish people white Neither do I. There you go. Can't sum it up better than that. Ian Miles Chong tweet. 
The claim that countries are being invaded by foreigners is white suprem- is a white supremacist idea, says AOC resident clown. I guess the Nazis invading Europe and Africa was just the Europeans and Africans being racist against the Germans. Play it for me. I want to say, what about the surge? Well, first of all, <laughs> just gut check. Stop. Anyone who's using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. And that's a problem because these, this is not a surge. These are children and they are not insurgents and we are not being invaded, which by the way, is a white supremacist idea, philosophy, the idea that if an other is coming in the population, that this is like an invasion of who we are. (laughs) Oh, you got it. We we couldn't time it out just right. I'm trying to find a. Certain, don't worry about it. We're good. Don't worry about. It. Put up the next one. Washington Examiner tweet. I'm trying to find something, but it's all right. There we go. The $500 payments will be sent monthly to 600 low-income families of color for 1.5 years, with no strings attached on how the money should be spent. Mayor Libby Schaff says her goal is to change the narrative. So. Oh, bring it back up there because I read the little part. Oakland to pay low-income black and indigenous families $500 a month. Now, here's the interesting part. Low income only if you're black or indigenous. That's it, not white. And you tell me how that, if you're, if say, let's just say that low income, they're making $20,000 a year or less. If you are white and you're making $18,000 a year in Oakland, California, you are ineligible for the program simply because you are white. Oakland, California, Libby Schaff, the mayor of Oakland, that is what she is instituting, and that is racism. Play it for me. Everything is racist. Every thought you have is a and there you go everybody listen i love each and every one of you what you can do right now is you need to sell out to the gospel of jesus christ get in your bible study the book of revelation it is not over yet submit yourselves therefore to god resist the devil and that means to actively fight against the devil and he will flee from you james chapter 4 verse 7 it is not over we can buy ourselves the lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness but is long suffering toward us not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance second peter chapter 3 so we can fight the good fight of faith first timothy chapter 6 verse 12 we can fight that good fight of faith hold it back save our country buy ourselves years and win souls if we want to fight pastors who have closed your churches i don't care if you've reopened and you're still mitigating you have to publicly repent come out say i was fooled I repent, and the power of the Holy Spirit will fall back on you again. You know it's missing. You need to repent. I love you, though. I care about you, and I hope that those that have caved repent. Those that you, those of you who have not, continue the fight in Jesus' mighty name. I love you all. See you Saturday, 830. Be right back here. God bless you.